What's up, everybody? Welcome to Log On Games Weekly for Friday, April the 10th. Uh, this episode, um, as you can probably guess, is going to, we're going to talk a lot about that PS5 controller, kind of what that means, not so much the controller, what that means about the console and, and, and all that. Uh, big Apex update this week. Talked a little bit about it last week, uh, but we got some patch notes for you today. Um, talking about these Last of Us 2 refunds. And uh, Xbox did a little inside Xbox where they announced a whole bunch of stuff, uh, including some Sea of Thieves content. So we're going to talk about all that on the podcast with me today. Uh, I have XUser8X. He is XUser8X on all social medias. Uh, I have Matthew Fleming with us. Yo, yo, yo. What's up? Yeah. But you need to have uh, an audience applaud thing on your keyboard. Oh, I do. I could find one of those. <laughs> I can make that happen. Uh, also, with us again for the second week in a row, we have Marty the Moth Casals. You can find him on twitch.tv backslash Marty the Moth Casals or Martin Casals on all social media platforms. That's right. That's right. Still, still no clapping. He's looking for it. I feel that he's looking I- for it. I got the yay. I just put it on my stream um, deck. I didn't know if it actually showed up in here, but I'm I just told- pushed yay. And in my ear, there was kids yang saying yay. So <laughs> nope, nope, not in here. I'm, more, I'm, still, I'm still looking for it. In it's my okay. head, there was people cheering for me. In my head. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, also a little tidbit uh, that we just came up with. Tuesday, April 21st, we were planning to do a stream on Marty's stream, which is twitch.tv backslash marty the moth casals and we're going to do a little apex stream from three to five eastern time uh, just doing some apex and and killing killing some peoples and looting some things and uh all the other stuff you do in apex i mean we're, we're pretty much pro apex players all three of us so if there's in the apex I mean, olympics this team would be on it i'm just saying that it's <laughs> straight up <laughs> Maybe on the broadcast um, team. Yeah. The, Just the, the commentators. <laughs> yeah, we'd be on the broadcast team. But yeah, so uh, stay tuned for that. We'll also be ta- talking about that uh, a little bit next week as well. Um, but this is Log On Games Weekly, the podcast that has all the news, hot topics from the gaming world that you need to know about. New episodes upload every Friday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, OutsetHurts.com, and more. Basically, wherever you want to listen to your podcast at. Um, if you were listening to this on Apple, rating us five stars helps us out quite a bit, especially being a new, uh, smaller podcast. It helps us get up there in the charts. So if you are listening to this on Apple, um, please rate us five stars. It helps out greatly. If you are not, you can still share that link with your friends, and that's also greatly appreciated. Uh, if there's something you want us to talk about on the podcast or you have a comment or concern, Follow us at Logon Games on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Shoot us a message. Uh, leave us a comment. However you want to do it, uh, we will talk about it on the show. And we actually had uh, a couple comments and Instagrams from listeners that we will talk about here when we get to uh, the PS5 stuff, um, which is our topic of the show. But for now, we're going to go on to that yep. weekly news. 
I did find something that's hey, very important. Yes. I do not have a single crowd applause button, but I have individual claps. <laughs> so I could Just do this. Clap. That sounds like a BB gun. Uh, yeah, like or popcorn. That's all I got. That's all I got. Popcorn's up. You could say popcorn or paintball, and it would make more sense then. Instead of cheers, we're all just getting shot with paintball guns. Much better. Much better. (laughs) Priorities, guys. Um, First up on the weekly news, we talked a little bit about this last week, about how Apex has a mode coming up, and they dropped it. Um, Some duos and trios um, now have permanent map rotations. Not in ranked. Ranked is everything is still status quo for ranked. Uh, But just about every hour... Um, you're going to get a different maps. It goes between uh, the original map, uh, the night version of the original map, and then World's Edge, which is the new, the newest map. It kind of just goes between those three every hour. So if you have certain challenges that you that you are needing to get to upgrade your battle pass or whatever, you can kind of play off of that map rotation now, and you can permanently do duos on that map rotation. Um, also in World's Edge, which is the newest map, which is not on ranked at the moment. Um, so you'll have to find it in the map rotation. Uh, they have Bloodhounds Trials, which is a area in the map where you basically fight these dog things. And uh, you can do three tiers of that and you get loot for each tier. The last tier being uh, you get gold loot. So pretty nifty. So if you are interested in that. Go check it out. Um, but we talked a little bit about, about all that last week. I want to get your guys' thoughts on these patch notes here. Um, specifically, some pretty significant changes here. Um, you can go to EA.com or just search patch notes Apex to see all of the stuff that was changed. But um, I'm just going to kind of hit the bullet points here. One, for the weapons, the Kraber... Um, which is the gold uh, sniper that you can get in map drops, is now has increased headshot damage. So no matter what your opponent is wearing or what you are wearing, whether armor or helmet or whatever, if you get headshotted by a Kraber, you're going down, going down hard. Um, so before, Good. yeah. So basically, headshot damage went from two to. Th- Two, basically two to three. So, Matthew, that's our sniper in Apex. How's this make you feel? You say that like I'm good at it. <laughs> um, You're better than us. I, I like that. I think that should, um, sh- that was the case originally, I, I believe, where the Kraber took people down and then with the Evo shield and some other stuff, it made it possible to have enough armor to not get taken down in one shot, one headshot. And I think with the Kraber being so low on ammunition when you get it, uh, a, a down head, downing somebody in one headshot makes sense. Makes perfect sense to me. I like yeah. the idea just, just in general. If you shoot somebody in the head, they should at least go down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. I'm just waiting for that moment where I'm just walking around and all of a sudden, just immediate death. Like, well, someone's got a Kraber somewhere. <laughs> uh but yeah, so that's that's pretty that's the most uh, kind of significant change. Uh, they reduced sniper ammo a little bit more. Um, 
They messed with the G7 Scout and L-Star a little bit. Nothing too crazy. Um, but I want to go into two significant uh, character changes that kind of have flown under the radar because they really didn't promote these character changes uh, with this event. It was just more so, you know, duos and all that kind of stuff. So when the patch notes came out, it's a bit of a surprise for some people. Um, main one being Revenant. Um, he used to be a low profile character. So for those who don't know what that is on apex, if you're a low profile character, you're a little bit harder to hit, but when you do get hit, you take 5% more damage than you, than a regular character would. So they removed that from Revenant. So he um, is basically a normal character, no low profile anymore. Um, silence, which is his ability where you have the little ball of energy thing, however you want to call it. Um, increase the duration status from 10 seconds to 20 seconds. Uh, it now disables Gibraltar's gun shield. Uh, it has increased the duration of the area effect from five seconds to 10 seconds and it now has two charges so all that kind of buffed him a little bit and then their death totem which is a special uh characters are now respond with 50 health or whatever health they had if it's like if you're not up to 50 basically whatever health you had when you activated it um instead of going down to like one hp so he's a little bit more viable now um as someone who used revenant a lot when it came out I, I like these changes a lot. Help, they help a lot, especially the death totem changes to me because um, you have to take time to heal whenever you respond, usually. But now you can kind of like rush in. If all three of you rush in, even if you all get spawned back to the death totem, you still have 50 health and you can just rush back in without having to heal up if you know you've done enough damage to that team or whatever. So... Pretty significant changes there. Um, and then the other one that's pretty significant was Lifeline now has a secondary passive. So there are now blue um, loot bins out in the world. So they're not all red now. There's some blue ones. And if you are Lifeline, um, there's a secondary compartment that contains a mixture of health items, weapon attachments, and knockdown shields that only Lifeline can open. So she's got a, a little extra loot power now. So... So yeah, um, I don't know what characters you play, Marty, uh, so much. Um, but does does any of this affect you in any way? Uh, I'm actually a bloodhound guy, so I'm loving the stories and the animations mm -hmm. that came out about about that character. Yeah, the lifeline to me, I don't know that that just seems like whatever. Like yeah. When I get to a, a a bin, I just take whatever's in there anyway. And it's cool, <laughs> I guess, to get the a little bit extra. But I don't know. To me, this isn't yeah. going to affect me much in my gameplay whatsoever. And I've seen a lot of people complaining about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. What about you, Matthew? You, you, you're mainly Bloodhound as well. But you play some I'm crypto, mainly so. I am, but if I uh, play solo or play somebody else, I play Lifeline a lot. I think it's cool. Um, Lifeline's not, I don't think, chosen as much, probably, as some of the other characters, and at least from what I see. Maybe I'm just 
mm-hmm. seeing incorrectly, but um, it's going to make her chosen more. I think it's a good thing. Yeah. It seems like they're kind of trying to, like, yeah, she's a, a support, then she can heal. Um, but that heal really only works, you know, after a battle or after you walk through the wall for a bit or whatever, if everybody's, like, together. You know, I can try right. this and heal everybody up real quick. Um, but for the most part, she's really a loot character. Like her special is she drops down loot and you hope to get hope to get some extra loot for your team. And then now with these blue bins, that's another thing you can get, you know, not anything crazy, but you can get, you know, a a barrel or uh you know, a med kit or whatever. So a little a little bit extra yeah. to help your team out. I like so it. I like it. Um so yeah, like I said, there's a bunch of other bug fixes and patch notes. If you are interested in this big Apex update, go check it out. Um, but now, The Last of Us 2, as we all knew last week, we talked about uh, it being delayed and what that meant. Still a lot of, of that kind of going on. Um, but, and this comes from IGN, um, Sony automatically issuing refunds for The Last of Us Part 2 and Iron Man VR. Um, I'm just going to read a little bit of this. Um, The news was revealed via Sony's support portal where Banner notes that players who have purchased digital pre-orders of either game will be reimbursed. Those affected by this should have received emails from Sony detailing the refund process. So, not so much Iron Man, but The Last of Us, it's very interesting that they are just doing automatic refunds if for a digital purchases. Um, to me, that means we're kind of one step closer to this thing just being a PS5 launch title. And it may not be, but it seems as if they're like, listen, we don't know when this, is, when this game's going to come out. Um, we have to wait for the whole coronavirus stuff to kind of go away and things get back to normal. Um, so this is going to end up being a PS5 off, off on the chance that this comes out day and date with the PS5 and obviously would come out on PS4 as well the same day. Um, but if that was the case, they're like, listen, maybe we should just start refunding, uh, pre-orders in case some of these people end up buying the PS5 and wanting to get, uh, like pre-order it for the PS5. Like when they come in and pre-order their new playstation or whatever um i think it's a smart move so i mean that's that's what that's what i gather from it other otherwise i don't think i mean if if it if we knew it was going to come out on ps4 um significantly like three or four months before the ps5 came out like, um then i i don't know why they would give out refunds for this unless they had a bunch of people asking for it which i can't imagine people pre-ordering the last of us wanting to get refunded from that but um so that yeah that's the only thing in my head is that like is yeah we touched it on definitely a chance we touched on last week about last of us becoming a ps5 game uh with the capability of obviously playing it on ps4 as well since ps5 is going to play one through four anyway but that would be, I think this is, like you said, another step closer to it because then everybody can spend their money on the PS5 instead of a new game. So a smart choice by them, I think. Yeah, yeah I agree. I agree. Um, I don't, I don't 
have much thoughts on the Iron Man VR aspect of this. Um, it's a little interesting that they're just doing that they're giving refunds for both of them because, like, like we said, to me it makes sense. Even if they're like, yeah, we really want this game to come out on PS4. Before, we really want this game to come out before the PS5 comes out. But if you know, no one knows now, so I think they're just kind of taking precautions. So like, we should just go ahead and do refunds now, just in case it does get pushed back all the way, and we just kind of let it come out for the PS5 as well. Um, but and that kind of makes me tell. wonder if PS5 is going to have VR. I know it's going to have VR capabilities so, of some sort. Yeah. It, so, is it going to uh, come out with a better PS5 version? So we, I kind of wanted to get into some of that um, when we talk about the controller because the light bar is also significant in, in, PS, in uh, PSVR. Um, so let me burn through these two next news stories and then we'll get, we'll start with the VR talk. I'll put in my notes here because yeah, that Iron Man thing, uh, may tie into kind of what's happening with VR and the PS five, but I think that would be a perfect uh, game to launch your VR system on the new, on the new, the new system. Like for sure. Cause right now VR so, virtual reality is cool, but not really blowing up the scene right now. But that may change yeah. on the PS5, and that's a perfect game to do it with. Yeah. and um, But PSVR is backwards compatible on PS5 as well. So, mm. um, but who knows? Uh, we're going to get into it. All right. Um, some Xbox news before we go PlayStation heavy here. Um, sea of Thieves fans. We have a, a, a big new update happening at the end of this uh, month. I believe April 22nd, I believe, is the date on this. Um, yes. Uh, it is Sea of Thieves Ships of Fortune update set to launch on April 22nd for all players across Xbox One and PC. And Sea of Thieves is also coming to Steam, if you didn't know that. Um, so Steam players will be able to play that very soon. I don't know the date on that. It may already be coming out time you're listening to this but basically i just want to for all the sea of thieves fans out there give some bullet points um factions are now a thing um so you have the gold hoarders the merchant alliance order of souls and athena's faction um so basically what you can do is there's a little uh little board next to these people and you can kind of pick one of these one of the main factions as your faction and you can deck out your ship with the faction emblem and colors and all that kind of stuff and it kind of gives it um the vibes of like yeah now when you're out and about out out on the open sea and you see somebody that's a different faction than you are maybe it kind of gives more incentive to go like take their loot um, and then on the opposite side, if you see somebody that's the same faction as you, maybe it gives more extent to kind of leave them alone. So very interesting stuff from that. Um, there's also a new faction that's joining the seas called Reaper's Bones. Um, and they will target basically mercenaries from all of the other factions. So there's a PVE element to that. So kind of how you have the 
skeleton ships that attack you, there's now Reaper's Bone ships that if you're not a part of the Reaper's Bones faction, they'll kind of randomly spawn and, and attack you. So a little bit of that. Um, and then a new pet, cats. Everybody needs a cat. You know, if you're a pirate, you need a cat. Some get, we have parrots and monkeys right now, no cats. But now they, they, they've bitten the bullet. Cats will be added to the market. Wildcats, ragamuffins, and mouse. I don't know if I'm saying that right, be available for purchase um, for the, from the microtransactions guy there. So if you want a cat, congratulations, you can now get a cat. Um, Matthew, you are see, we played, we've played some of the Sea of Thieves recently. We have, we are, we are thieves. We are thieves of the sea. Um, thoughts on this, on this new update hidden? I like it, man. Uh, especially for anybody that's out there that has games pass, it's free to download and worth a, a try for sure. Um, I like what oh, they're yeah. doing though. It, it it seems like when the game originally came out, it was a good idea that was fun. There's only so much to do, and they've continuously added more and more and more, and it's in a really good place right now. I think. Yeah, I agree. Um, I kind of get Destiny vibes from this game on that note, where it's like when the game came out. I, I didn't play Steve things when the game came out, but I played Destiny. When the game came out, there's only so much you could do, and then you've done it. But then, like, yeah, two years later, looking back, it's like there's so much content, it's ridiculous. And that's kind of where Sea of Thieves is, where it there seems like quite a lot. every month and a half or two months, they're coming out with an update like this, and it's just all piling on, piling on. Um, and I think so the more actually like, pack into a game like this, the better. Like, Yeah. I spent a lot of time uh, just hanging in sea going to the next objective and i think i i like when things attack me i like fighting i like punching things and shooting things so (laughs) um speaking of punching things and shooting things and sea of thieves one of the my new favorite things today um it's not in this article i'm reading from polygon but i saw it on the stream which is your pirate teammates now have a short window to revive you if you get killed so it used to be like oh i'm dead you go to davy jones's ship you wait for everything to load and and you're back in the game but now there's a little short time where they can come over and revive you which is really nice so um excited to try that out see exactly how much time we have i didn't realize a lot of times it's like yeah it's really that's that was one of my favorite things besides cats because i'm a cat person but um no sphinxes (laughs) i'm a little upset but yeah uh it's it's a little weird that it wasn't a thing, I guess. Um, but nothing really happens to you when you die other other than you're just, you know, out of the game for like 30, 45 seconds. So, um, Which could be a lifetime if you're getting attacked by another ship. That is true. Um, we were, me, probably the most epic Sea of Thieves moment that's ever happened in the history of Sea of Thieves. Um which I have semi-recorded, but uh, because of the Xbox being dumb, like none of my voice was recorded or anything like that. So it's just like you just see it happen kind of. But uh, me and my friend Tanner were playing, getting attacked by another ship of... We we had just maybe been playing for like a week or two, so we were very new to the game. Um. Well, we were getting attacked by a ship that was 
very large, and it was obvious that these players had probably played since the game came out because they were just demolishing us, and we had an insane, more loot than I've ever had in this game. Um, and I ended up getting hit directly with a cannonball dying, and like you said, it takes a lifetime to come back. And I was like, well, by the time I come back, you know, our ship's going to be sunk because it was almost already sunk anyway. Um, come back to the Kraken, uh, destroying this other ship. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm still on the ship. And the Kraken, this is the first time I've seen the Kraken in a game and it's attacking the other ship. We get away, this MLG Sea of Thieves team defeats the Kraken and then starts chasing us again. I'm like, why is this happening? Wow. And then a skeleton ship comes out from under the water and starts attacking them and we ended up getting away. But it was like, in that moment, I was like, I understand why people like this game so much. <laughs> but uh, it it would have been very nice in that situation if I could have been revived. So now you can. Um, I'm like, well done, Sea of Thieves. Well done. <laughs> well done. It, it was that moment to where, like, I might be just done with this game. And then I come back to life and be like, oh, my gosh, I'm still alive somehow. I'm not done with this game. Um, but, yeah, excited to try that. Um, and then just before I hit record on this, I just wrote this down because um, most of you know it's been in the PTR for PC players, but Echo, the new Overwatch character, is officially coming to Overwatch um, April 14th on all platforms. So Tuesday, basically, if you're listening to this. Um, so exciting there. We'll finally, console players finally be able to try her out. So, So that's good. But Marty, are you an Overwatch guy? On. I have never played Overwatch, but I keep hearing I need to play that and Borderlands, and I have yet to play either of them. They are not the same game, but you should play both of them. I okay. Well, agree <laughs> uh, agree on both parts for both of you. Oh yeah. Uh yes, both. I would I would play both as well. In well. Which um, one first? Is this an Overwatch thing first? Um, Overwatch Depends is going to be an Apex deal where you're just going to play it forever there's no end goal or anything borderlands you can play co-op all the way through a story mode so it depends on what you're feeling yeah i do love me some co-op <laughs> and i and me. i have barely touched borderlands 3 so i would gladly co-op it with you challenge accepted i like that heck yeah <laughs> might need to change our thing but our yeah thing, but, <laughs> uh, but yeah so Moving on here to the topic of the week. Uh, earlier this week, uh, PlayStation dropped their new controller to the world uh, because they were shipping it out to all of their devs. Um, and as we all know, they might as well get out in front of it and just go ahead and show it off rather than have you know a leak come out of like somebody taking a picture of the side of their desk with this controller and everybody be like, is this real or not? Um, so they went ahead and just did the whole shabazz here. Um, I'm sure if you're listening to this, you have seen the controller. Um, the main parts of this controller as they went over is called the dual sense. So kind of moving away from the dual shock controller, dual sense with two tone color design form factor has been changed. Light bar placement has been changed. Haptic, haptic feedback, adaptive triggers, Rechargeable bat- battery via USB-C, built-in mic, and they have changed the share button to the create button. Um, before I kind of do some deep dives into this, we'll start with you, Marty. 
just initial impressions of this controller. Number one, and what stuck out to me the most, that 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 controller looks sexy. Like, <laughs> dang, that that did that. It looks so good. It looks it looks fantastic. Um, now I didn't hear the specs until you just read them. So the fact that it has a built-in microphone. Um, if you guys saw my stream earlier, I had uh, I brought on the Log On Games podcast folks with me, Andrew. <laughs> And Matt, we brought him on, but I couldn't figure out the microphone and it was bugging the crap out of me. So the that fact that I don't have to have extra wires, that makes me very, very happy. Yes. So they talked about um, the mic a little bit, basically saying what you can guess they would say. Um, if you're if you plan on gaming for a long period of time, a headset is very much what you need to use. But, you know, if your headset dies or... Um, you're just getting on there to just do a quick conversation or whatever. There is that mic in there now. Um, and especially with this new generation of kind of Fortnite kids that are going up in the world, like they don't have to bundle in a headset now, uh, like a cheapo crap headset now. Um, and it's just there. You don't have to use it, but it is there uh, for emergencies or, you know, if you're just a kid and, you know, you you get a PS5 and it's like, well, a headset's going to be another you know, 60, 70, 80 bucks. You don't necessarily have to worry about that out the box now. So, And there's also and a, mute, if there's a microphone button. button on there. Yes! There is. There is. An, that, that button b- below the PlayStation logo is the mute microphone button. So, Because sometimes I go to Apex and I play with randos and these 10-year-olds say some raunchy stuff and... Yes. And, and sometimes I can't have some of that on my stream. <laughs> yeah, it's only a matter of time um, before someone doesn't even know that they have their micro- that microphone on. <laughs> and you just hear... <laughs> We've all heard it before. Wind, oh, yeah. like, they're in the, like they're playing in the middle of a hurricane somehow. It happens all the time. Mute your... Press the mute button. No, or, or, the, or the classic... Jimmy, get off the internet! <laughs> Mom! Mom! <laughs> um, yeah, Matt, Matthew, initial thoughts on the controller. First off, I think it looks incredible. Um, I've mentioned off podcast for sure, maybe on podcast. Probably my favorite controller of all time is the PS4 controller. Um, I've always loved the Dreamcast controller. And I think the only thing, my personal opinion, that was better than that felt better than the Dreamcast controller in my hands was the WaveBird, the uh, the GameCube controller, not the not the original GameCube controller, but the actual the wireless WaveBird because it had more girth to it and it fit. Mm-hmm. Um, but the PS4 controller, the first time I played it, I'd always liked PlayStation controllers. I was happy with them, and then that one just feels so much better. I don't. Know, I think it's a little bit bigger. Um, it just feels great, and the um, the new controller, the PS5 controller, looks like it is possibly a bit bigger. But then, when you side by side it with the PlayStation controller, it's really just above the uh, above the the D pad and the uh, and the regular buttons, where it the triggers are kind of set. A, I don't know half a centimeter up off of the top of the rest of the controller. It just rounds that out and goes all the way across is what the PS5 looks like. So it, 
I don't feel like it's going to be that much bigger, even though it looks a little bulkier, you know? So I'm, yeah. I think it's going to be awesome. I think the, the sense thing is really interesting. Um, if, if our listeners have played the switch, the switch does some really, really cool stuff with different vibration type techniques. I forget what they call that, what the technical term that Nintendo used for that. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember what it's called, but yeah, where it's like, how many ice cubes are in the, on, in the joy con? Right. Right. You can feel it. Right. And it's, it's not just vibration. I mean, it is, but they do a good job of making it fit and do some things. And, and one of the things that they mentioned was maybe, you know, drawing a bow in a game and having, um, certain vibrations kind of feel like the tension of that, but also having the triggers have a little extra, um, it's not just vibration in the triggers, but a little extra, from what I understood, they can put more tension in the triggers over different things. And so when you're yeah. pulling a bow back, you know, it gets harder to pull back as it whatever, or it feels more realistic. That seems amazing to me. That's, I feel like there's a lot of cool things you can do with that. 100%. Oh, yeah. Come, I'm just coming thinking, from the age of the 64 where it used to be called a rumble pack and just get excited because the controller moved. Or if you had a rumble pack, away. you were excited. Yeah, you had, you had to buy that separately. <laughs> yeah, but I'm thinking something like if I've talked about Gran Turismo being a day one game. If that's a day one game, you can just driving with the triggers, you can tell how feeling the tension of the brakes or how hard you slam the brakes on or something with the left trigger, like that making a big difference. That That seems like it'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, so I don't even necessarily know where to begin with all this. So we all kind of have our opinions of the controller along with the rest of the internet world. So I tried to do my best in finding both people that I follow that I know are biased and unbiased and stuff like that. So um, form factor wise, there's a lot of memes going around about how uh, it's basically just an Xbox controller or they had an influence of the Xbox controller. I see it more as it's obviously been influenced by a lot of different things. Um, and PlayStation controllers are, if you're a big handed person, they're more on the smaller side of things. So PlayStation even said we kind of took that into account with how, you know, Different people have different hand sizes and how we could find that sweet spot. And if you just look at, you know, the Xbox controllers and the Switch Pro controller, and even Astro made a uh, PS5 controller about a year ago that was looks almost exactly like this controller does. Um, I think everybody just kind of has the sense of what the sweet spot is where the controller needs to be. So I don't think it was more so of a, we need this to... You know, this is going to look like the Xbox controller. It looks more like the Switch Pro controller to me than anything else as well. Um, and arguably, the Switch Pro controller is one of the mo- more comfortable controllers to me. But it um, is it's a great controller and, and a very honestly, underrated controller. Agreed. Mm-hmm. And honestly, uh, the smaller controller is how I became a PlayStation person because I was an Xbox 360 guy. Then my girlfriend's like, ah, this just fits my hands better. The controllers are so big on the Xbox. So that's when I, when the new systems came out, I got the PS4. So that is why I became a PS4 people person, sure. which now I'm hooked. So mm-hmm. sure. smart thinking on the PlayStation end. I, 
I, the other thing too, I think the little misnomer is people saying it looks like a, an Xbox controller or whatever. If you hold the PlayStation 4 controller up beside the picture of the PS5 controller, it looks way more like a PS4 controller than it does an Xbox controller. Mm-hmm. Like the the when you look at it by itself, it looks bigger, bulkier, and more round. When you set when you put them side by side, you're like, okay, yeah, they just filled in some spaces. It's the same thing. So. Yeah, for the most part, it's the same thing. Yeah, I just think I do think this is going to be. Uh, like I, if they would have told me this, like you want us to just, like to leave it the same, or you want us to change it a little bit, I would have definitely said do everything that they actually did to this controller because it looks like it's going to just feel better to me personally. It may, um, it may. I, I, I've mentioned before, I'm a big fan of inline um, analog sticks. That being said, the 360 controller was an incredible, one of the better controllers out there. I think Xbox took a step back with the Xbox One and their controller. Even with the the newer ones that are out now, they're fine, but they're still not as good as the 360 controller, in my opinion. And um, Sony absolutely improved from PS3 to PS4, yeah. so this looks like they're going to keep improving. So, um, speaking on on that... Oh, timeout. Um, first, and is USB-C. Yes. Mm. That's a big which, deal, too. Which the new the the new xbox controller is as well USB C. but speaking on all of that um <clears throat> the place or the xbox series x controller which is very very much similar to the xbox one controller but they did do something uh similar to the form factor like with more so up where the triggers are where they kind of made it a little bit smaller so when when you actually when we actually get the Xbox Series X controller and this PS5 controller, I think they're going to be even more similar than than people think it is. But um, because PlayStation bulked theirs up a tiny bit, and then Series X very uh, similarly like lessened bulk or bulked down, I guess a little bit, uh, even though it looks very much the same. Um, but good news is PS4 controllers are backwards compatible and Xbox One controllers are also backwards compatible. So um, if, you're ups- if you're one of these people that are upset and they think you think this controller stinks, well, you can use PS4 controllers, so it's all good. Um, and charge your controller every 30 the- minutes. Exactly. <laughs> um, or switch batteries. No, um a lot of I do think the, that helps the biggest with the kids. Sorry, I oh, cut yeah? you off. There. I do think this is going to help. The size of the controller is going to be super helpful when you're a ten year old, uh, and with especially with this quarantine coming out, more and more younger kids are playing video games with the Fortnite generation coming out. Uh, this, is, mm-hmm. this is smart to have controllers that fit smaller people, smaller hands. Absolutely, absolutely. So. The two biggest things that I've seen on, on the interwebs and, and podcasts or YouTube videos or whatever um, are the colors and um, the placement of the sticks. So first off, I want to get into the placement of the sticks. Um, there is two people that I, I kind of base this off of. Um, Greg Miller of, of Kind of Funny, who's mainly a PlayStation person, and I can't i'm blanking on the name but basically the guy that does podcast unlock which is ign's xbox podcast they both put up the same poll which was um which do you prefer 
offset sticks or, you know, sticks that are in line. Um, Greg Miller's being a, l- a little bit more towards sticks in line and Xbox being a little bit more, uh, or actually a lot a bit more, um, offset sticks, which is yeah. understandable considering who they are. Um, my thing with all this is that I don't know if people are actually seeing is every time PlayStation's talked about the PS5, like they've sold 120 million PS4s. They don't want to do anything crazy and drastic that's going to set them off on the wrong foot, in my opinion. Um, they did a lot more to this controller than I thought they would. And, I mean, like we said, 120 million people bought the PS4. I don't think they're upset. I don't think they care one way or another whether the sticks were going to be offset or the same. So I don't think this is as big of a deal as people are making it out to be. I think it's just maybe a little... I think a lot of people prefer offset sticks, but um, that's just a preference on people. And like I said, 120 million people bought the PS4. So when they hold this thing, they're going to be like, yeah, it makes sense. Same old, same old. And they're just going to kind of move on throughout their day. Um, Matthew, you yeah. said you, you, you prefer inline sticks. I so. do, and I would... I would. I would have bet that those polls would have ended up with people saying the inline sticks was the preferred way to do it. Um, not, to, I mean, now, so so Greg Miller's poll last time I checked was like fifty five percent inline, which he, his fans yeah. is mostly PlayStation, but and sure. forty five percent, and then the Xbox was like sixty five and thirty five or something like that. So it seems like the yeah. majority of people would prefer offset sticks, but I don't. It's like I said, they want to seamlessly transition yeah, from PS4 to PS5. That just surprises me, that's all. I, it, um, inline sticks just makes a person that would not, a person that has never played video games, it makes sense that they would enjoy the inline sticks the best. That just make like offset is just another hurdle, you know, another um, something else that's maybe would throw them off or something. Um so yeah, it just it just would surprise me. I'm I'm a big fan of the inline sticks, and I I do think you're it's probably somewhere close to fifty fifty though. Yeah, it's I mean like Xbox is is offset. Even the Switch Pro controller is offset. So I think a lot of those people that vote, I mean, unless you're a PlayStation person that cares, a lot of people didn't care. There's one poll I saw where it was like thirty nine percent of people are like I don't care either. Way, I play either one. So. um so that was interesting, but my first take on this was, which is uh, this this new color kind of design that they're doing, um, was I like it, and I'm 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 almost more so fine with it personally from just a personal pers- perspective. It's like when when they showed it, I was like, I really like the form factor of it. Color wise, I I'm fine with it. It didn't blow my socks off, but it didn't make me hate it either. Um, but for a lot of people online, as you've probably seen, there's like a bunch of different people that are making different colors for this. And that was my whole thing, which was like, this is just one controller. There's like 800 PS4 controller colors now. So there's right. going to be a whole bunch of different controllers coming out or colors coming out for this thing. Probably at least an all black one and maybe another color at launch. So I looked up, what happened when the PS4 came out. 
Um, obviously, it was all black. But then, like, two months afterwards, they released uh, a red and a blue one. So, very soon after this thing comes out, there's going to, some different colors are going to be dropping. So, I was like, yeah, even if, even if I'm not a fan of this when it comes here, uh, there's going to be different colors. And it's, it's going to kind of all be fixed. And then a lot of this makes me think if PlayStation is going to do the Xbox route and dropping a website where you can customize uh, a controller uh, however you want it. So you can have, you know, the main color be whatever you want it, and then the bottom color be whatever you want it, change out triggers, buttons, all that kind of stuff, um, like that Xbox ID thing is that you can do. Um, so maybe that's a, a thing that's in the works as well, and that's why they decided to kind of give it a little bit more where people can, you know, customize different colors or whatever. But sure. Even I'm if excited. not, there's those skins that pop up all the time that are creative, oh, yeah. creative and custom anyway, so you could throw those on there. Absolutely. Exactly. I, I've always been, Andrew, you know this, I've always been a fan of white electronics anyways. I just think it looks awesome. I prefer that over black, but I think that's the two. I'm with you. They'll they'll have a black and a white version at launch, and then aside from that, they'll they'll put out stuff. It, it's not really, I don't think, that big of a deal. Is there a particular um, reason why you prefer white over black? I, just, I just like how it looks. And, and honestly, the other thing, color combination-wise, and anytime I'm doing color combos on almost anything, uh, electronic especially, white with blue lights I think looks amazing. And that's literally the controller. Or blue, mm-hmm. not like a light blue or like a silver and blue kind of thing. White, silver, and blue. That's just my preference just, on, on how things look. But... Um, yeah, I don't know. So it didn't knock your socks off, Andrew. But when I saw it, I was like, yep, yep, that. Mm-hmm. Your socks were I'm turned on. I did, like, which yeah. a lot of people hated. And and are, I say a lot of people, just the louder people on, on the internet um, were like, you know, the monochromatic feel where the, the X circle, square and triangle buttons aren't colored or whatever. And they're like, some people, you know, need the colors or whatever. But like, like I said, about the sticks, it's like 120 million people bought PS4s or have PS4s right now. They play these things quite a bit, and I don't think they really care much. So transitioning from the PS4 to the PS5, I don't think people are going to care much. And then again, there's going to be more colors that probably have more classic feels to it and all that kind of stuff. So, Yeah, um, and I think um, I, I I would imagine when they come out with the black version of the controller that the buttons will have the colors on them. Um, I think it makes, I just think it looks better on the white one to not have it possibly. That's yeah. what I would think. For sure. And then yeah. also people are saying maybe this is like a day one edition controller kind of thing where it's like, yeah, all the, all the, con, all the consoles that come out in the first, you know, wave of consoles like that, this is going to be the day one kind of thing. I just know yeah. I want it. That's all I know. That's all I know. I will say this though. Obviously, to me, this whole color scheme of the controller is going to transition. The console should look some somewhat similar to this. Um, so it might be, it might be a little uh, it might be a little different going from uh, everybody just having like a black console that comes out to this thing being maybe mainly white with some black trim, and then of course the blue light somewhere. Sign me up. Sign me up. 
Take my money. Or maybe they're doing, (laughs) maybe they're just going to, maybe they're going to do the old, here's a more so white version and then a more so black version and just have two different skews. But uh, time will tell. So let me get to some of these listener comments that, that I had on our Instagram and Twitter. Um, again, we are at log on games on all social media platforms. Um, so the ab, the Abby C, uh, says, I don't know what it is. Something about it's just off. So I think we've kind of covered, there's a lot of people that, uh, are not fans, but again, maybe it's the color that's off. You have different colors coming out. Um, Monroe underscore Andrew. We know him as Andrew Monroe. I know him. He says the PSVR uses a DualShock 4's light bar and it's primarily and it's its primary form of tracking the controller. With this new controller, the fact that PSVR will be compatible with the PS5, are we looking like the DualShock 4 will work with the PS5? Are any PSVR games that need the light bar unplayable on PS5 or is there something else on the horizon? So, we kind of went over this a little bit a second ago, but PSVR or uh, DualShock 4 controllers are compatible with the PS5, and PSVR is backwards compatible uh, as well with the PS5. So, fun fact: there is a lot of games that does use the light bar um, on the PS4 DualShock controller to to for for the PSVR games, but the vast majority of the newer games that have come out in the last two years. They just use the like motion tracking of the controller, so not so much the light bar. So there may be some games that uh, either are more difficult to play, or maybe they just do an update uh, to that game um, just to make it the motion work so much for that. So to me, the new two things for this, I don't, I'm not so much worried about. PSVR being backwards compatible uh, with this controller because like like I said most of that stuff's just motion or you use the move wands or whatever um, but what this says to me is that whatever this new PSVR that comes out um, maybe in a couple years for for the PS5 um, is either going to have a lot less wireless wires maybe even be wireless in general um, because it's not going to be needing to track that light now because it's just not a thing that's going to happen. So that's my two cents on that. Um, Anytime there's less wires for me, that's sexy as hell. I mean, that's what it makes it seem to me is that there's no reason to put the light bar on the front because most of the controllers don't use that light or most of the games don't even use the light bar anymore. And their new VR is going to be wireless. So it's just going to track the motions. It doesn't need the light bar. That's how I see it. Um, <clears throat> Miggy underscore Sama responds uh, with, I enjoy white as the primary color and having the black accents looks really nice. I also enjoy the white because my, my dream setup is white and black and blue setup. So kind of similar to what my Matthew man. said. My man. My uh, man. Um, Two peas in yeah, a we had, one, we had one, I think it was on Twitter. Um, someone that's just not a fan of it. Um, which, which that's, that's good. There's a lot of people's personal preferences out there. And I, I assume this, like Matthew said, the change from 
the PlayStation 4 controller to this controller is far more significant than the Xbox One controller to the Series X controller. So it's like if you didn't like the Xbox One controller, um, like you're just not going to like the new one. It's just kind of how it is. Whereas this is seems like a little bit more significant of an update. So there's going to be some people that don't like it and some people that do like it. For, for the most part, it seems that people, you know, don't care one way or another. Um, but we also had one, I think, on Facebook that literally popped up two seconds ago. Ivy Rhodes, two friend of the show. Um, oh, yeah, another one just now. Uh, Bar Lab underscore Good B response. Uh, what energizes you and brings you excitement? Please at me if you answer. Um, I will at you and tell you that I'm answering it right now on this podcast. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think we've kind of we've covered this up until this point. But thank you for responding. Um, a lot of people like the white. Uh, I like the white. I think I just would rather have not even necessarily an all black one. I just want some sort of color. I use uh, a black one now because it was on sale on like Black Friday for like crazy cheap, and I need another one. But my main controller is an all uh, is a gold one, all gold. So I want to go. I want something crazy. I'm not. I'm crazy. not. Not a big fan of the gold. Not a big fan of the gold. But I see. I used. I had the original controller with the PlayStation, the black one, and then I bought a white one when it came out. Um, and I used that until I needed a new controller, and then I. Being the Clemson fan that I am, bought the Sunset one that's orange and bluish, purplish blue. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I got what, two what ex- black ones, a red one, a gold one, an orange one. You got all of them. Yeah, I, I just started collecting them. Apparently, you gotta stop throwing like, your controllers, Marty. Dude, I get angry sometimes. Okay, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Bar Lab, what excites me the most, like I said at the beginning of this, is just uh, the updates to the form factor. I think it's going to, uh, as someone as of now, and then this could change, you know, things get crazy. But I really only recently got an Xbox and actually played it a lot. I've had it through the years, but been disappointed, so I just sold it again. But to this, going back and forth between PlayStation and Xbox now is not going to be as weird. Like now when I go, like if I try and play something uh, competitive on Xbox, the controller just feels so much bigger to me. And it's it's a very uh, selfish thing that probably only affects a very small percentage of people that play both consoles uh, consistently or whatever. But to me, both controllers form are going to be very similar. So going in between them is going to be like not as big of a deal. But uh that's what excites me the most on that. But we had one from Ivy Rhodes. Why white? Exclamation point question mark. It's pretty cool. I'm sure it feels amazing. Not a fan of white, though. I'll need some dark variants. I'm sure at least at launch, it's going to be a white and a black one, you would think. I'd be shocked if there was not a white and a black one at launch. But, but that's going to be about it. Um, that's about as much information as you can milk out of a controller. And we did it. Proud of us. Woo! Go team. The real question, real question is going to be how quickly can you break this controller? Um, Ooh, durability. That is something you don't actually see on the round there, and that should be like a stat when the new controllers come out, like durability, like you see in video games, just in case people yeah. rage and throw things. Like maybe I have a problem doing. 
<laughs> um, well, I, this there's the rumor mill. I, we what I've talked about so far is pretty much everything that's confirmed. Um, not many rumors, but I did see one that some dev supposedly said that all the technology, like there's a lot of technology built into this controller, um, and they wanted to make the battery life way better than there is now, and they've added so much to this controller that they had to put kind of a hefty battery in it, um, and that the adaptive triggers and haptic feedback and everything that's also on the new Xbox controller, it just PlayStation does a lot more with it. They said there's a lot more technology in this controller, and because of that, it's an expensive controller. So all that's just a rumor, but mm-hmm. if that is the case, you might want to think twice about throwing this one. You know, if, if this thing ends up being a $100 controller. But uh, all that will be known in the coming months. At the end of uh, the release for this controller, uh, they said more stuff about the, how the console looks and stuff will be in the coming months. So every week it seems like we're getting a little bit more tidbit of information for this. But that's going to about wrap it up for us here. Again, Tuesday, April 21st, us three right here are going to be going undefeated, winning games left and right in Apex. Uh, we're going to be streaming on Marty's Twitch, which is twitch.tv backslash Marty the Moscow's house. And so three to five Eastern time. So whatever that equivalates to your time, uh, come on over and hang out, talk about stuff we've talked about on the podcast, um, and uh, hang out with Marty and give him all of your money. So, all of the money. <laughs> I mean, by then the stimulus checks are going to start coming in. You got to spend it somewhere. You know what I mean? You could just you can just write the whole check out to me. That'd be great. <laughs> uh, but yeah, again, that's Tuesday, April the twenty first. Uh, we want to thank all of you for listening to this podcast. New episodes every Friday, uh, right here wherever you're listening to this. Uh, again, if you're listening to this on, iP- on on Apple Podcast, please rate us five stars or more. You can't get more than five stars, but if you could, that'd be great. Share us with your friends. We are at Logon Games on all of our social medias. Talk to us about this controller. Um, I have a couple. I think I have a post on on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram all about the <laughs> controller. Go on there, comment. Let's have a conversation about that. And uh, stay tuned for some new shows in the works as well. Uh, but we appreciate you all for listening. We will be back, and we'll see you all next Friday. Back to those muchachos. Oh, let's break you. Yeah.